We have an age-old question for you today, and one that might apply more than you'd think to your life and many of the problems and decisions you have to make, and that is, are people, the human race at their core, naturally good or naturally bad? Oh man, it's a tough question. And it's common for someone to hold usually a pretty strong view one way or another. We see it all over social media that people say things like, I've lost faith in humanity, or conversely, that their faith in humanity is being restored. I'm sure we've seen the videos Mm -hmm. all over the place like that. And while often it's just a joke that floats around, we think there's a real answer to that question. And knowing it may help you navigate life both personally and within various business ventures. So more on that on today's episode. Welcome to the Art of Intention podcast with Beth and Ayla, two best friends turned creative entrepreneurs. This is a place for us to discuss everything business, friendships, and faith, and occasionally more. We're so excited for today's episode. We think you're going to love it. Stay tuned. If I told you that you can make a quicker business decision with more accuracy or that you could more accurately predict someone's behavior, even if you didn't know them that well, or that you could curve your chances of being disappointed by people in the future, would you be intrigued? Okay. Well, I know it sounds like I'm selling something, but (laughs) I'm not. I'm just trying to set the premise for what we're talking about today and show that this is more than just a political or theological topic, but that actually it applies to many areas of your life. Right. People who believe that humans are naturally good are going to be inclined to be more trusting. And I can relate to this. I'll get more into it. They will make business and personal decisions in good faith, assuming that the majority of people they come across will do the same. They may enter riskier business deals or ones that rely less on concrete evidence and contracts and more on, you know, good faith, honor system. On the other end, those who believe that people are naturally inclined towards evil are often less trusting, more critical more suspicious, which leads to more scrutiny within business deals and potentially even dismissing opportunities. So there's kind of extremes either way with what you believe. Yeah. And obviously that's all very simplified, but our point is that this topic matters and can be a tool to helping you in your business and in your personal life, maybe in ways you didn't expect. We aren't saying you should walk around stereotyping everyone, but we do think that there is a right answer here and that wise people actually use that knowledge to their benefit. So let's dive in. Can't wait. Okay. I actually had a really fun casual debate with a fellow classmate in college about this. Um, It was after a meeting that we'd had uh, that this topic actually came up somehow. I don't remember how. Um, And we just kind of continued the conversation off to the side. It was mainly just the two of us discussing it, but a few others sat around and listened and chimed in every once in a while. So it was fascinating to hear his ideas. And I want to share his perspective just before we share our own, Mm -hmm. just so everyone has, I'd say, both sides of it, because I think that's an important premise to this. Yeah. No, I want to hear all about it. No, I'm curious. Okay. So essentially he believed that people are naturally good. The majority of people are good intentioned and want to help others. They live their life unselfishly at their core. um, And when push comes to shove, you know, they'd be unselfish. His arguments were basically him pointing to many selfless acts that people do, whether Mm -hmm. it be brave individuals that save other people's lives or go and save animals' lives or charitable individuals or even classmates being kind to one another. He argued that people are good by nature, but are corrupted by their environment. And Mm. if I remember correctly, he might have even argued that the fact that we as humans are able to conceive right from wrong, that means we are naturally good at our core. Um, Even if he didn't say it like that, I I know that's a reason I've heard before. So Mm. basically, that's the main arguments I've heard for people saying people are naturally good. Here's why we can point to these things. Ayla, I don't know if you have any thoughts about that. 
Well, and that's not even a poorly thought out argument. Like I like mm-hmm. the evidence he provided for that of like the common civilians who walk in and like rescue somebody. Like yeah. I totally get that. I think that's great when it happens. Um, I'll hang I'll hang on to my thoughts <laughs> about it in just a second here and just like take that in. It's interesting what he said about good by nature, but corrupted by environment. Because as we'll probably get into, you could flip that exactly of being bad by nature, yeah. but then made well by your environment. So it's really interesting. Exactly. Like, yeah, I, yeah, I guess to preface the next part, um, why humans are most likely naturally bad at their core, we want to say that evil is a strong word. And I think that's like why I'm hesitating. Cause like, yeah, evil has like yeah. this whole thing about it. And we don't mean that everyone wants to be a murderer or anything yeah. extreme like that. Like just hear us out. And like, you'll, you can see if, if, if you agree. Right, exactly. Like, I think we're kind a- of hinting that we believe the opposite of what your classmate said. So <laughs> yeah, exactly. If we didn't make that clear, we do. Believe, yeah. Spoiler alert: we believe that people are naturally like inclined towards evil. Like that, the human nature is bad, not good. Okay, yeah. and, and again, like, not like not like you said, like complete psychopathy or anything. Yeah. Like we'll get into it, but yeah, naturally good, naturally bad. We're I, you and I both lean to more naturally bad. Yes, like, and I think that maybe a better way to phrase it that might help explain is like, instead of saying, are people naturally good or evil? Because evil makes it seem like murder. Evil, okay, so to get into religion a little bit, evil just means anything that separates from the way it ought to be. So the way Mm -hmm. that God designed. So are people naturally inclined to follow the way God designed us or are we naturally inclined to rebel against it? Or a simpler way that maybe doesn't focus as much on religion is um, are people naturally selfish or unselfish? Because yes, if you're not selfish, that's, that's good. And if you're really self-centered and selfish, that would be more considered bad. So yeah. that's kind of the question. So anyways, this can be a tough topic to address because if you say that you think people are naturally evil, it can sound accusatory and generalized. But look, if it is true that human nature is naturally bad at its core, wouldn't that be good to know? Yeah. Like, wouldn't you want to know? I think so. Um, I, Ayla, if it's okay, I think I'll go no, into you, like my main You go theme. on your thought and then I'll, and then I'll okay. be able to like, have, yeah, follow on mine. That's perfect. perfect. Okay. So the main thing that keeps me convinced in my view is this. If people were naturally good, why do we never have to teach children how to do the wrong thing? I think children are the best example of this. It's how I've always had this conversation. It's how I've always yeah. prefaced this. So you have to teach a child how to pick up a mess, how to help others. Often this is done by example. You know, they see you help your spouse and then they do the same as they grow up. Um, We teach them manners. We teach them not to hit others and how to behave. All of childhood is teaching children how to be good. And simultaneously, we're always seeming to have to coax them out and coach them out of bad habits, you know? So like, have you ever seen a child be taught how to steal a cookie out of a cookie jar when the parent is (laughs) like, have you ever, when is that ever a lesson that happens at the age they start doing it? Children are, children are not taught to tell a lie. They actually start to naturally do that around the age of three without Mm -hmm. being told how, as soon as they start to realize that you can't read their minds as the parent, they start to learn how to keep things to themselves and that leads to lying. So that starts around the age of three and yes, parents, everyone has lied. And I don't think everyone's parent has taught them how. So with human nature – That's cool. Yeah. Right? So that's what I'm saying. So with human nature, that appears to be the pattern, you know? So anyways, there's that. Well, I remember that. Like I have multiple nieces and nephews. I actually vividly remember lying a bunch as a kid. Like Mm -hmm. I was was a bit – not a um, pathological liar. Not quite that. But just like to get out of stuff. I was super terrible at taking responsibility. It was always like, no, Sam did this. I didn't do that. Even if I one time – 
cut my hair. It was like, mm-hmm. it's a classic cut my hair. Um, my mom was out of town and I was like incessant that my hair had to be braided to go to bed. Mm-hmm. And so my dad braided my hair. No harm on his part. Just a piece fell out of the front, like where my bangs are. And it was oh, driving yeah. me nuts. So I just cut it off. Girl, I was like girl. six or seven. Stop. My mom comes home. And sees, I think, like, you couldn't tell. Like, I had cut it and then I just covered it with other hair. But then I took a shower and they, like, whoop, came across, like, the tiniest Stop. little, like, si- like so half-inch long bangs across my forehead. And my mom had come home and she was like, did you cut your hair? And I was like, no, they grew in the shower. They grew- <laughs> I was like, nope, those grew in the shower. I was like, nope, that is a hard no. Because I didn't want to get in trouble. Oh and gosh. then she found my cut-off hair in the trash. They grew in the shower. Because she was starting to worry that I really thought I grew them in the shower. So she found my cutoff hair in the garbage and was like, Ayla, this is yours. Like, you need to tell the truth. And I was like, I don't know whose Mm. hair that is. I was like, that's somebody else's hair. Like, I doubled down. I was like, I – it took forever. And finally, I was like, Mom, I have my hair. And it was, like, so terrible to tell the truth. Like, all – you know – and then I have nieces and nephews, and it was it's so funny. The very first time they do exactly what you said, they had chocolate on their face. It's like out of a movie. They have chocolate on your face. At you know, did you did you eat your Easter candy before dinner? No, and it's on their face, you know. And it's like oh I almost gosh. can't even get them in that much trouble because they're just it's so, so funny. Cute. And no, yeah. and it's I remember I think my first born like nephew, like the oldest one, when it was just him, the first time he did that. Oh my god. I said, I was like, who taught him that? Like, I looked at mom. Nope. I was like, who taught him that? That's and the thing. That's exactly it. Yeah, no one says, oh, tell Aunt Ayla no when you – no, it just happens. That's yes. crazy. And you know what? We are always having to teach them. We're always having to teach them. Like, think about the amount of times, like, in, you hear about – elementary school kids like really young I think in like one of my little sister's classes there was a biter and it was like a kid who would express his frustration by biting I highly doubt that the parents ran around biting people but why did that kid naturally that was the way that they ended up expressing themselves and they had to be taught not to do that it's just so clear when you look at children I understand all the arguments and all the different ways this can go and I understand it but I think when you look at children which is the closest to our natural state we can get we're fresh out of the womb we're sponges learning about life like you never have to be taught to do the wrong thing or like there's like the yeah. nature versus nurture a lot of stuff are nurtured yeah. into you but the nature yeah is innately a little bit scheming and sneaky yes. probably I, that's exactly that. well so, and I think my thoughts on it are because like what you said Beth your main I guess like pillar for the argument is the behavior of children and mine is the bible in the fall like yeah I believe we were created you know with this perfect vision in God's image before right. the fall to we would have obviously been good and walked with him and all that stuff. But then the fall brought yeah. corruption. And it says exactly in Genesis, like about our internal, our eternal corruption after that. Well, not eternal yep. like for our time on earth until it hasn't even happened yet until we like yeah. get taken back and all of that. And now yep. we have to be saved. Like now we require salvation. So I understand yeah. that might not resonate with everybody. If you, um, if you don't read the Bible, if you're not a Christian, I totally get how that might be like maybe a mute argument to you. But for me, I believe, yeah. and Beth and I, we believe that like humans were initially created good, but we fell short of God. A mistake was made and we fell short and now we're eternally fallen people yeah. for our time on earth until we're resurrected with him. So like I, um, basically everything 
bad in the world, I believe, comes as a result of the fall. And you can track that through government corruption. You can track that into like pharmacological and food corruption, all as a result from the fall, because now man has free will. And man's free will led to bad. That was the very Mm. first choice. Like man was automatically given free will in the garden to live. There's this one thing you can't do. What's like one of the first things that we did? It was to go do the thing because of free will. So I think it is our free will that makes us naturally bad. And it doesn't mean even as a non-Christian that you can't live out life as a quote unquote good person. But like you said, Beth, you do still have to learn what that is. So if I didn't believe in God or the Bible, I honestly might lean more towards the people being good because that's what I kind of believed growing up. Like I wanted to see the good in people. I always want to see the good in people. I want to trust people. Like I think one time I had a conversation with my mom that kind of frustrated me uh, about strangers. She was like, you don't know who he is. He could snatch you off the road as a good Mm -hmm. mother should. And I was like, mom, you always want to see the, like the bad in people. Maybe he's nice, you know, but she, I was 10 when I said that she was grown and wise and, and was probably more like on the correct path. And uh, something actually happened to me kind of recently. It's this super embarrassing story, but it was of me being a little bit too trusting. And I almost basically got scammed on Marketplace. Oh, jeez. Like, uh, we were selling a couch and a lady reached out and was like, I want this couch. And I was like, okay. And free advice, if you're selling something on Marketplace, don't fall to this scam. But she was like, so I'm actually not in Saskatoon. I'm moving from Toronto and I'm not there yet, but I'm getting an apartment set up and I have movers that are going to come pick up the couch before I get there. And I was already like, that's weird. But I've also been a part of Marketplace transactions where the people have weird requests. requests. So I was like, that's fine, I guess. Like, I don't care. I just want to get paid and have the couch get picked up. And she was like, I'm going to send you money for the couch and money to pay the movers. So then you have to pay the movers from your account with what I sent. And I was like, hold up. I was yeah. like, no. For the first bit of the conversation, I was like, oh, you know, I don't know her situation. Like she might be, Darn. she might be old and not know how marketplace works. Like I want to, like I wanted to yeah. believe in her, believe her. Yeah. And, but then she's like, I'm going to send you this amount and you have to deduct it from your account and send to them. And I was like, hold up. I was like, uh-uh, like blocked, no, done. And I was so good. mad that we actually just thrifted the couch. We just gave it away. I, it was so mad. I was so mad about it. But Plot like twist, they went to the thrift store and bought it for cheaper. No, I'm just kidding. Right. Right. But no, like uh, that was what? That was like six weeks. Yeah, it was like two months ago. Wow. That uh, was re- like I – because like life can make you kind of jaded. Let's be honest. Like life can make you, if you do believe in like the naturally evil thing, it can make you very like, I won't trust this person. I don't know this, Beth. I'm like, sure, we'll get into it. Um, so I've I've kind of gone like, I, I think I believe that, yeah, humans naturally don't ha- can have bad intentions. I wish they didn't. And that's yes. kind of where I'm at. Like, I just wish they didn't. But, you know, that's... Yes. And that's yeah. where, okay, that's where I think like we're not just going to throw this information at you guys and be done with it. Yeah. Um, as we said from the beginning already today that we think there's some practical uses. So don't just think, oh my gosh, I'm a pessimist now because everyone's evil. Like, no, yeah, no, no. There's yeah. a way to use this information practically in a way that's beneficial. And it's just, it's just a tool. It's just knowledge. It's just like knowing that the sky is blue. Okay. It's just a Yeah. Fact. Does that mean that what everyone do in about the world it? now is bad? No, yeah. but yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Sorry. What was all the right. last thing you said, Beth? I kind of cut you off. No, no. That was all. That was what I was saying. Oh, exactly. Okay. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I think we could just go into like how there's some practical uses for it. Uh, actually, yeah. if you want to start with that, go ahead. Yeah. Like 
first off, it can help explain a lot of theological questions and struggles. If you want to know why people do bad and horrible things, I get that question from my non-Christian friends all the time. If, you know, God's real, then why do people do bad things? Well, look no further. It's human nature. And if you ever feel guilty that you struggle with anger, jealousy, or wanting to do the wrong thing, just know that you're not the only one fighting against that. We live in fleshly bodies that, like we've kind of established, we think are born to do the wrong thing. Luckily, Mm -hmm. on the bright side, we have the grace of God to help us. And that doesn't mean we're doomed to live a bad lifestyle. There's tools we have, basically. I agree. Yeah. And then just like also to add to that, if I can, like you mm-hmm. were just saying, um, if you struggle with this stuff, give yourself some grace knowing that he doesn't make you a bad person. That's a good thing about knowing if human nature is, is evil, it's actually better for you because it means that you're not an evil person like standing out if you do bad things. Everyone has the natural pro- proclivity to want to do the wrong thing. Okay. Mm-hmm. In certain circumstances. So it's kind of like good you said news. with like anger and jealousy too, like who yeah. hasn't? Who's I'm probably going to feel that two weeks from now, you know, like it's completely normal for real. Okay. So I love that first point. And let's see. Second, um, honestly, so much is about business for me. I feel like I'm always trying to tie things to my business. Um, especially when I like, I learn a new thing or think about something. Um, so I want to expand on how this could help you in that regard. Just like little things you may not have thought of. So Number one, even though many people are kind, contracts and legalities are important. So don't do good faith deals in business. Always Mm, have a contract. Make sure you do your own research, you know, so think about it in that way. Um, Second, uh, you know how I just talked about people learning to like lie at three years old? Yeah. So that's a lot of years of practice then. (laughs) So learn body language, learn how to like decipher what people are saying. You can read books on how to decipher lies from honesty. Not saying this is something you need to like delve into and become an expert on, but if you're in the world of business and you recognize that people are naturally, you know, evil, again, I know it's a strong word, but mm-hmm. um, naturally selfish, then you need to be aware of that, that that kind of heightens in a high risk environment because, and I'll, I guess I'll kind of go into this too, like third, people being naturally evil is defined by self-centeredness. So it could be better asked, like we said, are people naturally selfish or self-centered? And since the answer is naturally self-centered, know that in business, people are always going to be interested in how you and your business deal can help or benefit them. When you yeah. make a business pr- proposal or pitch, always be solving a problem, always be showing them what they get out of it, always show show how it helps them, always show how it makes them look good. People love to hear about themselves. They love to hear about how they're going to benefit from it. They just love to focus on them. So just being so honest, this could benefit you. If you're aware that people are naturally self-centered, naturally quote unquote evil, um, apply it to your business. See what ways Mm. it can help you be better prepared in your dealings with people. It's true, especially in the corporate world. That world yes. scares me. I'll never be a part of it. I love business owning. I'll never go that way because it's so scary for this reason that you just explained, Beth. Like, yeah, you can, again, I think I would go the route of like going to pitch something. I don't know what it would be, but pitch for like how it benefits everybody and like the people and you and me. And they're like, that's great news. What about me? Like, I literally don't yeah. care what it does. Like- and I've been a part of brass jobs before that were growing. They wanted to grow kind of the more big business direction. Yeah. And it was kind of like, here's this idea, idea. And it's like, great, how does it benefit us? I actually don't even care what the outcome is. I need to know right. how it benefits us. And it's right. it's it's weird for me because 
um, not saying that's everyone, but I feel like in small business, sometimes like, you know, take photography, obviously you want to make a living off it. You want it to benefit you. But, um, as artists and creatives, it can also be like, I want to do this for people. And I don't, I want to create this. And I want to see like this cool thing that everyone has a lot of fun with, but sometimes the other people you're making deals with are, they only care about yourselves and it can be so easy to get hurt, to get hurt in business because you think everyone might be like you. And not saying you're some like golden child who's perfect. I'm just saying if you want the best for everybody, just say if you're a business owner, you might be jumping into the world of people not like that. Right. People who do want the best for themselves, especially if you're trying to grow and pitch to bigger corporate business worlds. They they don't really care about you at all. Yeah. Actually. Like (laughs) agreed. And we're not even saying don't do that. We're saying that, okay, so let's say you have a goal of you want to help people pitch it from an angle of how it's going to benefit the company. So don't don't think you can't do it. Right. You actually can do that and we're trying to give you a tool to make that more successful. Right, just understanding so, that yeah, they'll anyways. they'll want to know that too. And then for the last point we kind of have in how it should how this should be able to help you day to day is it can help you in your personal life in a few different ways. Like one, if someone makes a mistake or does something wrong, perhaps you can be quicker to forgive, knowing that they might not be a bad person, they're just suffering from human condition that we all fight against and on any kind of flip side it's wise to be aware that people are naturally evil just to be prepared for example like we've talked about safety while traveling before maybe you'll take safety precautions i'm huge on this one take safety precautions a little more seriously when you realize that not everyone has the same heart of gold that you may have in fact like we've said, it's possible for people to be schemers one way or another. And I'm huge on this, especially as women solo traveling. I hate to be this way because like I just said, I want to see the good in people. When I was like 12, I used to believe in this world where you could travel and you hop in the first car that you see and you're like taken on this adventure. Yeah. Like I think the 2000s movies really like hyped oh that gosh. up for you. You land in some country just with what you own on your for back real. and without a cell phone, but like good kind hearted people will help you. We even shared a story like that in our travel stories episode where that did happen to a girl who they got a little lost or got a little sidetracked and somebody took them in and helped them. Beautiful yeah. when it happens. Like I said, restores faith in humanity. Bless the people out there who have been taught to be good. Yep. Doing that. And who choose to be good, to do good things. But I go kind of jaded when I travel and I assume every single person out there has ill intentions for me, honestly, if it's somebody you don't know. Like if you're meeting with friends or you're meeting with a place that's going to be safe, that's fine. But everybody in between, I'm sorry, you have to assume they have poor intentions for you. It's just better to be that way because if you don't, I'm a people pleaser. Shout out to the people pleasers out there. You might get stuck in the situation you really don't want to be in. Maybe you're eating at a restaurant or having a drink somewhere or something and somebody immediately wants to talk to you and is making you uncomfortable. It's the people pleaser and maybe the heart of gold way to be like, well, I'll talk to this person. Maybe it's okay. And then they start making you uncomfortable. And instead of getting out of that situation, you're going to be like, okay, like, yeah, like, uh." instead of just being like, nope, they have ill intentions. I'm in danger. And not to make you like scared. I'm just saying that's the response that's going to keep you safe. Safety first. Yeah. Better safe than sorry. Yeah. And you don't have to justify that to anybody. Like if you walk up, if you get right up and walk away and get back to your hotel room, like even if that person had no ill intentions, you're safe. And that's all that matters, you know? So it's, it's again, I'm not saying there's not great stories that happen and then there's not room for those great stories. But we're just saying, if you, if you kind of believe that 
people naturally may have ill intentions. That's just going to keep you safer. We hope you're a person. And like I kind of touched on with that, like people are taught good intentions. If there is somebody who sees you lost and takes you in and just takes care of you, they were taught to do that. And they they, they kind of decided one day to be that kind of person. Like I naturally probably wouldn't do that, to be honest, out of my safety. But like it's a decision to be somebody like that. It's a decision to be somebody who's going to run into the burning building because I think naturally nobody would really want to do that and put their own selves at risk. And it's, it's, it's the people you raise you and the people who raised them. Like exactly. And just to kind of go along with a little bit of what you're saying, a lot of the stories of people who get hurt um, or get taken advantage of, those are people who were too trusting. And um, even though it can be a good trait in some ways, I think it's more important that you realize that people are naturally bad at their core because especially as women, it's better to just be safe than sorry. So, yeah. All right. I also think something um, like when we're saying like naturally good and naturally evil, it's interesting. Like I was saying, like it comes from your parents, right? usually, Mm -hmm. or whoever raised you, however you brought up is generally how you're going to be. Like the conundrum of nature versus nurture. Like we've said, we believe nature at the core is ill-intentioned, evil, if you will. We'd love to hear more discussion on this, but you know, that's what we're going with for this episode. But it's interesting thinking back, like how we got those ideas of good and evil. Like Chris and I talk about this all the time. Again, I get my morality from the Bible. I know what's right and wrong because the Bible tells me so. And that's like what it is. And I always do find it really interesting when there are um, people who aren't Christian atheists out in the world still saying like, well, I'm a good person. And I do this because I'm a good person. I really am interested by that because I'm not I'm not saying you're a bad person, not at all. Like right. I, I understand what a good person without the Bible is. I'm just wondering how you got those morals. I'm wondering where you get them from. Like, yeah. how do you know that's good? Kind of without the Bible, like- And always- without someone telling you. Like when you take away, just because you've been told it, and when you take away like any religious morality, yeah, where do you get it from? And I think a lot of stuff, it's funny when you see stuff that does come back to the Bible. Like if some, like we can all agree murder is bad across the board and across most pretty much every culture. <laughs> like you can agree that that's a bad thing. The Bible says that. And sometimes it's interesting like on these like theology discussion podcasts where they have people with all these different beliefs. And it's interesting to see people who aren't interested in the Bible get really close like they get super close morale, like uh, morale wise. And right. sometimes I'll I'll hear people who have made it clear they're not a Christian and not even talking about heavy topics, but talking about um, like career and work. And I'll say, I'll hear people say like, oh, you were created to do so much more than this. And I'm like, oh, interesting. Yeah. You're so close. Like that's written. Like yep. you are right. People are created for more because it's written somewhere. So anyway, just interesting. I, I love the talk of, of good and evil for that reason, because we do believe people are innately one way, which is evil, and there's room to become good. And it's interesting to see where that good comes from, because like Beth and I said, it's the Bible through and through for me. But I don't know. I'd love to hear where you get your definition of good and what people think about this, because I think it'll be a discussion till the end of time, really. I agree. Yeah, exactly. It was interesting. Um, I don't know exactly what it, when I heard it, but it was a few years ago. I heard someone say something to the effect of... Um, it was a Christian and an atheist debating. And the Christian said something like, if I live my life just based on what the Bible tells me to do, I will have lived a good, selfless, generous, more like great life. Like even if we don't know where morals come from, if I follow what the Bible says by all societal standards, I will be a really good person if I Mm. stick to it. Um, 
And it's like, if you take away the Bible, one, we don't really know where morality comes from, like you said. Um, like if you take away the Bible, it's like, okay, where do you get it? Where do you get your standards? But like, that's like such a big sign that like, if you do follow what it says, you will be a good person. And, um, Mm -hmm. I don't know. It's just, it was interesting. Just a little side thought. Okay. Anyways, you guys. apply to Christians too. I'm like, yeah, we've talked about it before on the show that I wish Christians were better at like kindness. And sometimes maybe they miss that part in the Bible. But like, if you take the Bible as it's supposed to be, then, then yes. Cause I, I could imagine like, if someone was atheist, they'd be like, well, I had this experience with a Christian and they weren't good to me. And right. Then you have like that whole can of worms of like, how are people reading it? How are they interpreting it? Like with the kindness and love that's supposed to be from the the Bible too. But it's a whole part of the Bible that talks about, um, without love, good works are nothing without love. Truth is nothing. Like it's, if you speak with, uh, if you speak, what is it with the tongue that convinces a thousand people, but you say it without love, it means nothing. You've said nothing. Yeah. yeah. So yes. yeah, it, it's, and, you can't miss it yeah. if you really read it. Yeah. And how like it's easy if you've lived a lifestyle as a Christian saved, even if you have a come to Jesus moment where you were, you know, the least of these now, now brought up to Christ, I think it could be easy to take in all of this stuff that we believe is good with the Bible and then put those same standards on other people and then be surprised when other people are bad. And it's like, hey, remember you're you should forgive much because you've been forgiven much. Ooh, yeah. I get so humbled when, cause I'll, I'll be super truthful. I will like, I'll go to judge other people's lifestyles sometimes, not to their face. I'm not dumb. Like I under, <laughs> I understand how I'm supposed to be around other right. people, but yeah. in my own heart, which is super powerful, like in my own heart, sometimes saying like, oh, I wish this person would do this, this, and this. Um, and I'm brought back so quickly. A big one that gets me is like, uh, I'll get really passionate about people um, who were raised Christian creating like false theology in college or something like that. Like I I can have sex before marriage for this reason and I can smoke weed for this reason. It's easy for me to be like, where in the Bible did it say that? That's not right. It was me. It was Mm. me. And God always humbles me so quickly. And granted, I hope that person does come to Jesus and does learn truth in him and does learn what that is and it doesn't stay in that place. But I get humbled real quick when it's like, you need to forgive them much because you were forgiven much. Like none of us, we all fall short, basically. Wow, I got super preachy (laughs) right there. But like, because this innate nature that I believe, like why, okay, why do you think we all fall short? Like, why do you think we always need to remember that we were saved and all of this? It is that inherent nature. It's a fallen world, this inherent nature of bad. And the good part is, yeah, we have the chance to be saved by grace through that. And then in yeah. turn, lead others to be saved by grace through that because they deserve the same forgiveness we got. Like none exactly. of us, none of us were just born in God's biggest favor, being yeah. perfect and sinless, you know, that just doesn't exist anymore. Yeah. So hopefully we're extending the same grace exactly. out and the same encouragement to be better with that exactly. as well. Exactly. I was going to say, I think this is actually a positive. When I really cemented my view in this. I think it's an encouraging thing to hear that all yeah. people are naturally evil. It took away a lot of guilt and shame. Obviously, you should feel guilt and shame if you do something wrong as Christians, especially if you sin, you should feel guilt with that and want to change. But it's, it's a good thing. nice to it's know actually that, a good thing. Yeah. Yes. If if people were naturally good and you keep having the temptation to do things that are wrong, you feel like mm. you are one of the outlier evil people. Wow. Like you're a psychopath. Whereas if you know that no, this is human nature and we're all fighting against it, it makes you have so much hope. And it yeah. makes you feel less alone and a little bit less guilty. So I think it's good news. So on that note, 
Obviously, that's a pretty simplified take on this topic, but we hope we brought a new light on the subject for you and that maybe even you walk away with a new perspective and some new motivations. Um, but yeah, for as always, more, for more talk about business, theology, and just life, you can check out our Instagram at Art of Intention Podcast. We share tons of resources there each week, and it's a great way to be reminded of whenever we post a new episode. Yeah, absolutely. We are always open to continue the conversation anytime on the comments for our episode post in our DMs. Um, if you have strong thoughts about anything ever and want to request a guest spot on the podcast or can think of someone who would be a good guest on the podcast, you can reach out to us on email. We're at artofintentionpodcast at gmail.com and we can keep these kind of talks rolling because they're some of our favorite to do. If you're not already, definitely hit the follow button wherever you listen. We're on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Zencaster. And leave us your five-star rating and review if you haven't already. It helps us out so much. We are so thankful for the feedback we get each week and each month for doing what we do because we really love to do it. Absolutely. And just always remember there's new episodes every Tuesday. So we'll see you again next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.